Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 16 of the Bourbon and Banter podcast. I've been away for a bit, um, but we're back. Um, Had a few technical difficulties, but we are definitely back. In effect, um, it's funny because shout out to everybody who's sort of came up to me mid um, mid hiatus and just been like, yo, when's the next episode? I've had like people coming up to me like I was in, I was in the rave, I was in honey dips and people come to me, yo, Michael Jackson didn't do it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, one time I hopped off the bus and I seen a guy I haven't seen for time. Went to school with. Went up, big fist. He was like, you know what? I'm very disappointed in you, you know. And I'm just like, well, you know what? It's like, yo, man. I know about this R. Kelly thing, you know. I think, yeah, we got we got to a big debate about R. Kelly. And I was just like, but the good thing is, it's like, obviously people listening. And if it literally, you know, if it, I'm happy to debate anything that was, that's been said. So I'm just really thankful that people are listening. Um, and I remember like, I went um, carnival last weekend to Bristol and I posted up a picture. I got my, my little St. Kitts flag on. You say, yeah, man, carnival, we're there. And uh, one guy just covered it up a picture say, when's the next Bob with a banter episode? I was like, yo, not even blessed up the picture, you know, but I don't know about Richard anyway. Um, but yeah, so we're back. Um, got two special guests today. Um, if I want to go around and introduce yourself. I'm Adela. I was on the very first one. Yeah, you were. Very, yeah, very, very, first, very one. first one. So it's nice to be back. And I'm Jasmine. I'm very new, completely new, fresh out the oven. <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. Um, really appreciate, really appreciate your time. Um, how's everyone been? Have been all right? Oh. Working, working, working. I think that's what I said on the first one as well. Yeah, working, you did. Working, 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 working. That's my life. Work, sleep, and eat. That's all I've seen today. Yeah, but I'm, I'm good with that. I'm content with that. Nah, keeps me out of trouble. And I'm a bit up to anything specific. Anything in particular? Anything good? Festivals. I've just been constantly at festival, not partying, working. Do you know what? Funny to say that. Oh, I remember seeing your. I saw your year. Facebook story, and I remember seeing you at some festival all the time. Which one? There's a few different ones. Like we cover all sorts. The company that I work for do, but they're just mad. Like I went to uh, one last week in Manchester called Sounds of City. Crazy. It's like a different performer every night. Oh, okay. But it's just mad. The atmosphere is mad. The staff are mad. The customers are mad. Everything's just crazy. But it's it's fun. It's good, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You so. know, I went to um <clears throat> Part Life Festival mm. um in Manchester, which would have been, I think I went in June. And it rained the entire weekend. That's sad. Yeah, it killed God, me. Because you know. I couldn't make it. <laughs> it ki- no, it killed me, you know. It fully, fully killed me. Like and I remember came out, oh I had oh, it was I'd had a bit of a rant anyway because um they end up losing my bag and everything, but I'll get to that. But yeah, um, went to Park Life and literally it rained the entire time. And the only thing was as well, on the way up, we went and got Wellington boots and stuff. I thought, they were going to get some wellies in it. Because I'm thinking, my wife only got some the night before. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not going to rain that much. You know what I mean? I'll just bring like a little, a little one jacket or something. And then on the morning, it literally... literally yeah, you had a bad... Like when we went, me and Trin, that went... It rained, but you guys got it bad. It was I'm kind of like glad, it was yeah. A, it was a monsoon, literally. I wasn't meant to go. Yeah, <laughs> and literally, so all right, on the way up, I went and got some boots, um, some, picked up some cheap ones for £10 or whatever. I was like, right, nice. 
But then on the Sunday, it was basically meant to not rain. So I'm thinking, right, calm. This is the day. So, yeah. <laughs> so Saturday came, drenched all day. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll allow it, innit? And then on the Sunday, literally, it rained more than a Saturday. And I wasn't even prepared. I didn't even bring my proper thing. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, I trusted the weather. Yeah. And I should have remembered, Mistake. like, Manchester is just rainy, rainy, rainy. That's what city. everyone says when you go it there. Like, all the locals are like, I hope you're ready. I'm yeah. there dressed in festival. Yeah. <laughs> I think when we went, I wasn't dressed, actually, for the weather. Really wasn't. I had a raincoat, but what did that even matter? I didn't do nothing. No, but no. once you're in the moment and everyone's performing, yeah. you kind of forget about it if it is poncho. good vibes a rain poncho it was not a good you vibe. have to do yeah. that <laughs> but my brother he went uni up he went uni in Manchester so I used to go up and visit him so I know how much it rains and I've got people that um, friends from uni so that live up in um, Manchester as well so when I do go it always always rings that's bad um, but you know what festival attire right okay so <laughs> <laughs> when I was there like I knew that on the Saturday, yeah. specifically, it was going to chuck it down with rain, yeah? yeah? So, I'm like, right, I have some waterproof joggers on, yeah? Um, waterproof coat, yeah? Mm-hmm. Hat, whatever, Just whatever. like going fishing. <laughs> no, seriously, I look like I was, seriously, I was going, I was seriously, I look like a proper fisherman. Um, Captain Birdseye and all sorts. So, I'm there now, and I'm seeing girls... In literally lingerie. Yeah. Like, literally, like, just bra, like, little sort of, like, basically, with everything out, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Which is gone for summer, yeah? If it's... If, it's, if that's what you're If on. that's what you're into. Yeah. If that's what you're on. Yeah. You know what I mean? No judgment. If that's your wave, <laughs> that's your wave, innit? But when you know it's going to rain, and I knew you knew it was going to rain as well, <laughs> because I remember, like, seeing from weeks before, like, seeing on Twitter, like, oh, part of life oh, it's going to chuck it down. I'm so angry about my outfit. So I'm thinking, you went there, you bought the outfit probably a while back, maybe. Part of the look. And thought, yeah, no. that's what it is for women. It, it is. Yeah. Like, when I went out on, like, pumps, shorts, it was chucking it down. When you're walking, you're walking it and you don't yeah. even know what you're walking in. But it's the outfit. Yeah. It, it, it is part of it. It is part of the outfit. And that, for me, once I've got an outfit in my head, I feel I have Commit. to wear it. You commit. <laughs> I have to ride it out. All right, okay. So if you've got your outfit, would you not put a coat over the outfit? See through rain poncho. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you see, want some, have you seen see, that meme that's, where that's, it's kind of like that's, that's, that's a winner. Have. That's have a seen, winner. Have you seen the meme where you have to have the coat open <laughs> yeah. because of the outfit? Like yes, you have to. All right, see-through poncho. I can, no, I get no. To be honest, that's actually a waste because then everyone can see what outfit you've got on, but you're also protected from the rain. And security hand them out for free, so there is yes. literally no excuse if they're not bossing one of those. There's a reason. There were girls literally, <laughs> there were girls literally shivering, yeah? Because it was cold as well. Like, fully shivering. It was wet. It was muddy. Like, I had wellies on, so I was blessed. I was warm. And these girls were proper shivering to the point that I was like, no, nah, but come on. You're not having a good time. You can't be. <laughs> no, no. You can't be. By evening, it is freezing. Yeah. yeah. It is freezing. Especially if it gets windy and yeah. you're soaked through. Like, that's... No. And if you're there for two days by your second day, you can feel that cold come in. It's in your bones. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I got vexed at part life because I had a, a on the Sunday I brought I had a little pouch and on the um on the website it's like, oh you can have a bag if it's like A4 size or whatever. Mm. It's like a small pouch or whatever. Went there, they were like, No, you can't you can't take it in. Mm. I was just like, ah well kinda says it does. And then this police was like, Well, 
having a go or whatever. And I was just like, I'm not arguing with you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, so basically, they took it off and I said, well, where can I collect it? He goes, oh, we can collect it in the night. And it was like a, uh, like a big pile of bags that the, they've confiscated or whatever. Get in there. I've seen bare people in the same yeah. one bag that I had, which vexed me anyway. Yeah, and to do that. The thing is, the point is, the bag is quite an expensive bag, but I got it for cheap. So it's kind of like I wasn't too bad, but I was in a way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They don't know that. No, it's the exactly. Though, isn't it's the if you're going to do it for one. You need to do so, it for yeah. everybody across the board. So anyway, towards the end of the night, go and collect. I'm going. There's like a queue of people saying, "Yo, where are my bags? Where's my bags?" And this woman's like, "Ah, uh, uh, um, you know." Um, they've been moved, but if you email this um, address, email address, then they'll post. It up. I said, like, "Don't talk crap to me. I'm a grown ass. Why were you lying to me for?" No. So they're gonna like, you know, oh, that's a final from not. Yeah. Group. Do you know what I mean? What kind of foolishness is that? <laughs> so basically, um, everyone kicked off. I said, "No, you're BSing." And this other guy says, "No, actually, they've been taken down there." So literally, that's a go on a trek. There's a group of yes, people that's part of big. Yo, wow. when I basically say, yeah. They literally had dashed everyone's bags in the bin. Really? In the bin. In the bin. But they're That's telling nice. you to go collect your bag at in the end. In the bin. They were on the floor, like mud everywhere. I took they a, do this I literally took a picture. That is so out I literally, I do that to people. I literally took belongings. a picture of it um, and banged it on Twitter. But the thing is, what annoys me is though, it's like, you're wasting people's time because people have gone all the way over there and one guy literally... I'll post it to you as well. Yo, lie what, to your face. I know. Don't, I know. Don't me. But one guy literally, he, he he's like, yo... My bag was worth fifteen hundred pound. Really, like, and I was like, part of me was like, "What the hell are taking it to?" I was like, "What the hell are you doing taking it?" But at the same time, I kind of think, "Look, if that's your way of doing you, because you didn't think that was going to be taken off you." So exactly. exactly. So he was jumping around saying, "Oh, hard to lose a fifteen hundred bag in one day." I was like, "Oh, peak for you still." But the point is, is that like how they just dashed it in they the did. bin, and I kind of think, you know what? But what was the reason? What was their reason to do that when the new people's coming to collect it? You let me know. They were literally just dashed it because they just couldn't be asked. And I emailed them. I basically said, look, this is unacceptable. Oh, you know, we have rules. and I was like, you know what? Well, After that, I was never going to They didn't stick to the rules, though, because your bag was within the regulations. This is my exactly. point. And, and, and it wasn't and consistent. Take, and if they're conversating about the need to be specific saying, well, we're going to take your bag. Yeah. And you will not get it back. Yeah. yeah. And then that's your choice of well, that's do I the stay thing. and leave my That's what but they that's need to the do. Thing. They can't tell you to come and collect your bag. No. If I knew that I would have like tried to hide it somewhere or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the point is is that you took it off me and you said I can't do this and then basically you basically daft it. So I, yo, when I say it, that literally kind of like vexed me about about festivals And the rain as well. Yeah, and the rain on that now. And I came out thinking did I really enjoy it though? Like, and I brought, we bought like VIP tickets as well, and that was just a waste of time as well. Oh, it vexed me, man. It's gonna take me a lot. What to did you get in the well. VIP? What? Basically, there's like a little section. It's called a VIP section where you've got like I don't know toilets that you can use or whatever. Not, not a portaloo. <laughs> okay. Basically, yeah. It, no, the old kind of portaloos, but the kind of like exclusive, exclusive, yeah. <laughs> exclusive portaloos. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, man. Anyway, people want to do do the do do in it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's VI, VIP or VIP, whatever. Do you know what I mean? VIP or whatever. But basically, um, so yeah, you got like an exclusive area. But it was flipping. But the, where the exclusive area was, it's clean. So it's like, where the festival is, like, for you to go to the VIP part, you've got to go out of your way. Really? And I'm just like, well, what's the point? So you're Look. missing that whole that festival. So it was just long, man. So we sat there like, this is absolutely phenomenal. Yes. So. Yeah, so I wouldn't VIP it. And to be honest, I know someone who went to um, uh, Wireless and he basically said that he paid for VIP as well. 
And he said, it is just a waste of money. It's never worth it, Well, when it? we saw, when we went to Wireless last year, you saw where the VIP area was then. Mm. To where we was, I felt like we was in VIP. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. got an amazing spot. We did, like, we did. I felt like we was in the VIP spot. So, yeah, to spend that extra money and not really feel part of it, no. I just think it's pointless. Because it you go in for the whole yeah. festival experience, yeah. aren't you, really? Yeah. yeah. I left, literally. And then when, it, when you leave the festival, trying to get home is a madness. Because, like, where um, Heaton Park is in Manchester, literally, like... To get home, like there's nothing. I did. That's the one thing. The mission I that hated we we, we had to take to get home because taxi aren't picking you up, and there's certain drop off points. We had to go all the way into town on this bus and then get a taxi from. Ta- it was long. I was gonna yeah, say, rammed. Ain't, ain't no one trying to. It was. It was. Like, I abs- think getting out of Park Life was not the best. It was. Awful. It was horrible. It was. Horrible. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. I found that was worse than wireless getting on the tube. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I feel like. Certain things are put in place at festivals not to help people. Yeah, I know. no, it's not control. No, it's just like right. These are there. This is what you adhere to. We're not going to stick to them. Yeah, what you have. To. And we yeah. want you gone at this yeah. time. Don't care how you get yeah. out. That's, yeah, yeah. And as much as like, there was a couple of people that I loved. That I enjoyed seeing like um, Solange was amazing. Like her I show, saw the video of it. Yeah, her show is absolutely. Am- her I live show, yeah. just the aesthetics, is even yeah. musically, it's amazing. Yeah. So I've not seen anything like it. But I came away thinking. Have I really enjoyed myself this weekend? Because of all the, like, overall, the things, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I kind of think, and you know, a lot of people there are off the red or whatever, so they probably don't remember what I won, but I came away thinking, spent a lot of pee here, you know what I mean? And it's like, did I really, really enjoy it? But I guess like, I think, but I really enjoyed Wireless last year. Yeah, it went last year. So I think it was probably just my experience at Park Life, maybe. Yeah, because my first festival was Park Life. Okay. When we went, I think it was 2016. Yeah, you guys had a good time. Yeah, right? really good. But then when I went to Wireless last year, it was amazing. But yeah. I think the weather helped. Mm. Weather was the amazing. The weather helped. The World Cup was on. Yeah, it was a, it was a good vibe, wasn't it? It was yeah, a good yeah. vibe. It was a free days. Yeah. It was amazing. So yeah, I feel that if I did go Park Life with you guys this year, I've, I would have been really disappointed. Yeah. Mm. Even maybe just the weather would have just been like, oh, it's not even meant to be like this. Mm. Is it me that have you noticed that there's like, more festivals this year than I've ever seen. Like, I'm seeing, like, there's names of festivals I've never heard yeah, of, that, like, yeah. London or all over the place. Like, I mean, back in the day, there was only, like, a couple of festivals, but now it's, like, all these different festivals. Everything's called a festival. There's now, a lot isn't of it? small niche festivals now as well. I think that's yeah. the thing as well, that especially with the younger generation, they're probably a little bit more adventurous now, so it's, yeah. it's less... I don't know, it's less of your general pool of, you know, mainstream artists. It's more sort of underground. yeah. Do you know? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, they're yeah. going especially for that. Yeah. So it's a completely different atmosphere. I yeah. Think, so. I think we have to credit Five Festival for that because, like, do you ever see? It? Oh my god! <laughs> do you ever see Five Festival? <laughs> no, I've not seen it, but I need to watch Yo. it. <laughs> I need to that watch brought festivals back on the map. Yeah, I told you something. <laughs> like, when you watch, trust me, watch Five Festival. Yeah. <laughs> And you'll see the biggest finesse of all time. Really? Yeah. Was Jar Rule involved? Was it Jar Rule? Yeah. Literally, they had like this festival where they're supposed to be in some islands, and literally, it was, it was a few shelters, wasn't it? Yeah, it oh, looked like a refugee <laughs> camp. It was terrible. It was terrible. Is that the one they've been calling the fake festival? Like, yeah, it just, yeah. yeah. They're doing another one though. I've heard they're doing it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people will go. But you know what? They did another in. festival somewhere this year, and it flopped. Not not these guys, but I think I can't remember where it was in the world. But they had all these people um, set to perform. And people paid big money to go, 
and none of the people even turned up. I think the only person that turned up was turn up was like Jacquees or something. So we can oh, sing more no. people's songs. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> oh, so we can gosh. sing Don't Trip. I was like, and you can't even get your money back yeah. any time. That's the thing. When you book a book festival, you kind of like are putting your enjoyment in other people's hands because yeah. if you remember last year I mean we were quite lucky in fact with Wireless the reason what made Wireless so good is because part of the reason was remember when um, there was a few dropouts weren't there yes Cardi, Cardi B, B dropped, dropped out, out and DJ Khaled uh, DJ Khaled dropped out yeah. but then Drake took but his then replaced Drake yeah mm. so which was better because yeah. I'd rather see Drake than DJ yeah. Khaled running around saying bless up <laughs> <laughs> Just fired him. He absolutely great. He grates on me. When he released, did he release an yes, album? Boy, yes, boy, yes, boy. Basically, loads of different artists and just him in the background. Shouting yeah, but, that, but that's what we're showing you. Do you know what? The reason, why, the reason why that would have been dead, and the reason why I'm glad he didn't come, because he wasn't going to come on that plane with all these different Americans no. to perform songs he's done. He'd be just so shouting over the He'd just be shouting over the song. <laughs> yeah, he'd just it's have like a DJ do- playing the songs and then him with the mic. Like. Yeah, it's like him doing a DJ set. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like, like he's just tongue-in-cheek though. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, he does what he does and I get it. It's a caricature, Som- isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sometimes, you know what, he is very inspirational when you, you're in that yeah. set and you're they watching They want Snapchat. you to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's talking to the flowers. Yeah. It's great. But I don't want to see that on stage. Yeah. No, no. I don't want to see that. Yeah. yeah, I listen to it in the car. I don't ever want to hear him doing a Jamaican accent again either. Oh. <laughs> Real rust, my breath, my blood, my And he would have done that on stage as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> He does. He does it all the time, and it grates me, man. Proper grates me. <laughs> but yeah, man. Sorry, Gary, man. Um, what was I gonna say? What's else been going on? Okay, Disney. Yeah, Disney. Right. <laughs> so by now, everybody would have kind of caught wind of the whole Little Mermaid thing. Yeah. So now there's gonna be um, a little mer- well, they're doing a live reenactment of Little Mermaid. Um, but first of all, what do you guys think of the, the reenactments that, that they've done of like um, Disney films? Like, because they did, they did. Um, Jungle Book was good. The Jungle I'm Book. I'm a Disney fan, so they did Jungle Book. I enjoyed that. I Beauty did. and the Beast. I enjoyed that. Mm, I so didn't much. see. Jo- I, I've, do you know <laughs> I what? Didn't I'm, enjoy it. it was like I'm not, the songs. <laughs> I've not seen Beauty and the Beast yet. I fell asleep. Um, Aladdin. Mm. I liked Aladdin. I'm still to see. <laughs> I've not seen it yet. The Lion King. That's how, is it out on Friday. Out on Friday. So. Dumbo was there apparently. I didn't see I've Dumbo. Not even watched that. Yeah. Do you know what? I feel like it's thieving my um, my childhood. Mm. I feel like that's what I, I don't think I can bring myself to commit to these films. Like Jungle Book was good. I did really enjoy it. But there's almost a fear in me to watch these because I feel like it's going to take away the innocence. Mm. And, it when does. I, and the excitement. Don't get me wrong. I love Disney and watching it. I'm watching it on an adult's head. Yeah. Not my childhood like head. Like, yeah. Like when I'm at work and I'm watching the Disney films with the kids, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is what I used to yeah. And you can yeah. kind of interact with them a bit better. But you know, yeah. when it's an adult, when they, they do it again, it's not that same feel. No, because it's like, I feel like when you're, one, when you're younger, obviously you're more innocent anyway. Yeah. You're through different eyes. But there's more of an innocence and a softness to yes. it. Yes. And that's completely removed. Yes. And it is removed, the do. And it's, yeah, I just, yeah. You don't watch it, it the same. <laughs> no. I think, like, the, I think with Aladdin, for example, um, I did enjoy because Aladdin is my favourite Disney film. Mm-hmm. That and um, Robin Hood, but no one ever seems That's, to have seen. Was that one of the first ones? It might have been the first or the second one that was ever yeah, made. Yeah, Robin Hood was sick. It was actually good. It was a fox, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Hard, hardest film. But um, those two are my favourite Disney ones. But Aladdin definitely is one of my favourites. And um, 
what I did like about it was that they kind of put their own it was true to the story but they kind of changed a lot of things about like you know it was more like Jasmine saying oh a bit of feminism like oh why can't I be Zoltan blah 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 but also like they did a little spin on certain things like when they did the songs and stuff mm. like Will Smith would rap a little bit or whatever and they'll, they'll shake up a little bit and to be honest it is actually good uh, there's like, a lot it of is, humor in it and I think because it is Will Smith it is it was funny it's, I really enjoyed Will it Will Smith isn't it he can do these but things but in my head I'm just thinking Robin Williams Robin Williams Robin Williams do you know what I mean but like, that's the he thing, is though. the genie for me but that's why I think it was good that he didn't try and do what he does yeah because if he would have tried to be Robin Williams he would have been they wouldn't have worked yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, so th- these have come out now. So um, Lion King comes on Friday. Yeah. Apparently it's been getting a bit shaky reviews actually, which I don't know. And if Beyonce and Chad is going to be in it, I'm, I'm here for it to yeah. be honest. But it's, it's been getting a few shaky reviews, but I'll, I want to go and see it still. Yeah, I want to see it. But, and um, see but yeah, Little Mermaid, they're doing Little Mermaid. That's my wife's favourite Disney film actually, Little Mermaid. And they're doing a reenactment of it. And there's a big uproar now because... Um, they've got Haley ba- Haley Bailey, um, Haley Berry, Haley Bailey, Bailey, yeah, <laughs> Haley Bailey, Haley Bailey, <laughs> Haley Bailey. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a, she's a, I think she's a, I don't know if she's a twin, but she, I think she might be a twin actually. Um, but her and her sister are really, really good singers. Um, apparently they got the, the kind of got discovered by Beyonce. Mm. Don't quote me, but I know Beyonce sort of like um, kind of involved. Yeah, involved and sort of like took them under the wing a little bit, um, giving a bit of exposure, but. The, the girl, one of the sisters, she can really, really sing. Yeah, she's got um, an amazing voice. Really, really can sing. And she's been cast as... Um, Ariel. Mer- yeah, as Ariel. And people, like, people are really... Thought raw. Like, yeah, thought raw. And let's be honest, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, if we're not, it's mostly white people that are, that are angry about it. In fact, it's the majority. Is. Yeah, but it's, but it's you, kind you of like... like but I thought people. there's been so much more raw about this than there has with um, Will Smith. But a white woman in Cleopatra and it's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> But this this is my thing. I just feel like there's been more uproar with this than it has with any other. Is it because it's a female? Is it because, you know... I don't know what it is, but people are really, really angry about it. And I think it's the whole thing of, like, you know... My thing is, like, you know, this is a fictional character. Like, you know, let's be honest. Like, just because in the original, like, she was blonde... No, she was red-haired and and, and white, you know. Why... now should that you know that is not the definitive yeah. this is a mermaid like mermaids don't exist do you know what exactly. I mean exactly so it's like who's to say what mermaids are supposed to look like and it's so, not the same film like no. it's, they're trying to remake yeah, these films exactly yeah. so and why I think it's and it's exactly. such a and at the time for it exactly. it's just unnecessary yeah it's very much unnecessary. They're just trying to prove a point. The people yes. that complain about this are purely trying to prove a point and put people back in boxes but look at when it was Princess and the Frog yeah, yeah. a black princess mm-hmm. That caused yeah that right. shaped a few yeah. things, didn't it? When that happened, mm. and I feel there hasn't that was our last black princess, yeah. And that was what ten years ago, yeah. Must be, yeah. It's there been a while. Another one since. And but you got to think about. You made me sort of think. Not in Disney. You <laughs> made me sort of think about diversity in like Disney films. Full stop. And diversity in just like, um, yeah, in 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 Disney films because I kind of think to myself like. You know, ten years ago was what what two thousand and nine, let's say, for example. It was around that time, wasn't it? Mm, say, yeah, it was. You know, don't quote me, but it's probably around about ten years ago. You know what I mean? Two thousand and nine is the only time you've ever seen a black, uh, or you know, a, a black 
woman or a black person being the sort of main lead. Role. Yeah. 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 Come on, like what we you know yeah do you know what I mean what we're living in right that now that is too long for that yeah. not to be yeah. happening isn't it in this day and age yeah. and you're telling too me out of all the Disney films all the Disney films where there's been no black people mm-hmm. now because Ariel's going to be black it's an issue no one doesn't want it some it's ridiculous it. yeah it's some because some it's not because there's a lot it, of yeah. it's, it's the, you know it's not all white people that are going on the back because no. there's no. a lot of there's a lot of I've got a lot of progressive um, white friends who, who are happy for this as yeah. well but it's just some of them ignorant people they kind of think why is this such an issue why is, why is yeah. this grating you so much and like, why are they happy to see a different take on it but not with a black female as yeah. Well? yeah if you're going to see yeah. it as a different take that's, then see it as a problem. whole a different take yeah, yeah exactly but and when you break to. it down really you know what I mean we're talking about a, a mermaid being the Caribbean Sea best friend is Jamaican <laughs> Mr. Lobster <laughs> you know what I mean Sebastian Sebastian <laughs> makes more sense like, do you know yeah. what I mean like, I'm pretty sure she probably was, okay she's then. probably supposed to be black really <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean you tell me what redheads do you know best friend Jamaican in the Caribbean Sea you know what I mean I mean redhead it was I meant to t- have happened from the get go but it w- but it wouldn't have right well look at the writer yeah it wouldn't exactly. have do you know what I mean a white redhead woman in the Caribbean Sea do you know what I mean she was meant to be she probably was meant to be black I mean I mean, redhead as in more like Rihanna in the What's My Name video. Do you know what I mean? That yes, kind of, redhead, you know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking of. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of think to myself, it made me think about diversity. It made me think about films that we've had to kind of watch um, as black people and other ethnic minorities as well, watching films where, you know, we've had no involvement. In. And when you see films like, I don't know, like, yeah, like Cleopatra. you say, Cleopatra, what, Elizabeth Taylor? Taylor. Yes. yes. Come on. She's that, so, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor is meant to be Egyptian goddess queen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you've got like, even films like, there's a film called Gods of, um, Gods of Egypt. And they're like Christian Bale and, yeah. and them kind of people there. It's do you know what I mean? It's easier for them to relate to and digest. And that's why I feel like as soon as that's changed or, you know, a character that's not meant to be from wherever is played by a white person that speaks in perfect English, yeah. that's okay. Because, like, mm. Yeah, they see it as acceptable. Yeah. But yeah. when it's turned, yeah. it is a big thing for people Jay, to digest Jenhall. and accept. Mm. Which it shouldn't be, mm. ever no. be. No. no, at all. Especially not as children as well. So if we go back to Disney, as children, these are the sort of first films that you're watching yeah. and give you a broad spectrum of what you're going to see growing up and, yeah. and how you look at things yes. and people and this is what you've got to go off of. It just yeah. makes no sense if that's really We've, the era we're living in. And the thing is, people will take the children to see this film. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. if you're bringing your children up right, children don't really see colour. No. no. They will just see Ariel yeah. singing. Yeah. That's yeah. what kids will see yeah. when they go to the cinema. They will to see, enjoy the film. To enjoy the yeah. film. So for people to make such a big thing about it, it's not got... But is that the like, parents though? Yeah, it's not like we kids, have an understanding, but children don't. Yeah, they will just see yeah. it as the film. Exactly yeah. that. And the thing is, you know, but naturally you are always, as a child, you're going to be maybe drawn to someone who looks like you as well. Yeah. So for example, like my um, eldest, he went through a big phase of Black Panther, Love Black Panther. Yeah. Um, And I kind of guess like, my part of reason because he, he kind of just looked like him and it was like, yeah. you know, this is, 
who I kind of kind of kind of relate to. And I had a, one of my friends was basically saying that she's really happy and she's going to take um, daughters. To, she can't wait to take a daughter to go and see Little Mermaid because she's a little black girl and it's someone who looks like her. And, yeah. and you know, which is nice that journey because I suppose we didn't have that, did no, we? No, when I was not. going to see well, seeing Disney films, it was. Your white skin, blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. Which that was the idea. Which of is the opposite to me. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice for girls to have yeah. that these yeah. days. Because especially with all this image thing and girls not looking in the mirror and seeing what yeah. they're actually mm. seeing and everything. It is nice for yeah. this generation to actually see that as 100%. young girls. No, I hundred percent. And and I think as well it's 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 important to know that it's all the all it's about is balance. If you can you know, you're not saying you can't have um, you know, like Disney characters or whatever, but there needs to be a balance, really. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Especially in this day and age. And yeah, it needs to, to be a lot more diverse when, than what it is. When you think about when you, we were growing up, like how many black dolls did you see? Like, yeah. or mm. black Barbies and stuff. Do you know what I mean? There was nothing like that, really. No. So it's kind of like now we're in a time now where there's been a lot more, you know, there's not. Being a lot more diverse. But even that, there's not enough of that. No, there isn't enough even now. You haven't to go online and you shouldn't have to to you should be able to walk into any shop where there is dolls Mm. selling and be able to see a black doll like you should be able to and Mm. even that's not it's not common Mm. people are having to go online to find a black doll with the natural afro hair and it's still a struggle to get that though yeah it is they've all got long straight Straight hair hair. you have to go on Amazon yeah Yeah. and it's not real no yeah, but I think people are always gonna have. It seems like we're always gonna have an, an issue with it, and I, and I kind of it's a bit disappointing that in this day and age, that this is becoming an issue. Like, I mean, remember when the whole talk about um, Idris Elba considered Bond. being considered to yes. be Bond, and it was Idris Idris would body that role. Would he body, would so he good. would kill it. That's he would, people yeah. are scared and that's the thing. It's like there's trying to be role. changes. Yeah. You can see where the change is trying to come through, but it's yeah. just not coming through. But at the same time, as well. James Bond is a fictional character. Yes, exactly. Like, we've had people, like, if I can sit there and watch Elizabeth Taylor be Cleopatra, then I, then you can sit there and Idris be a fictional player, fictional character. Do you know what I mean? But I think we're in a time now where I think they are trying to push now for a bit more diversity because I went to go see Spider-Man yesterday and Mary Jane... Um, I think Zend- uh, is it Zendaya? Yeah, Zend- yeah. Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, I love her anyway. But she's um, she's Mary Jane, who was originally Kirsten yeah. um, Dunst, or in the original ones, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as hell this to say, like you know, things are changing. But I reckon people still have had an, people still had an issue with that. I've seen things on on social media. Yeah, that people. Post I feel things, things are like changing, that. but I feel the change isn't consistent. Yeah. You have, it no. changes and then there's that big break and then it changes that well, big break. There's still the it's ideals not, within those changes. Yeah. This is the thing, like it's never really that authentic, is no. it? Like, the changes aren't quite far enough to actually reach people. There's yeah. sort of diluted changes that are easier to digest and still doesn't sit well. Yeah. I think that's the thing because people can see it. Yeah. People are not stupid. Yeah. So. It needs to come through better and stay consistent. Yeah, the steps are just too small. But that's what I mean. And I think... Now I think that there's there's a new James Bond that's coming out now, and um, there's an actress called Lashana Lynch, um, who I'm a big fan of actually. Um, she is now going to be well, she's going to be a 007 agent. Um, so she's not James Bond, but she's going to be like okay. like a she's going to be a secret agent, from what I understand. And because she's going to be named 007 
it's like people are now kicking off about that as well. And it's just like, guys, come on, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look around, yeah? Look around. Yeah. Like, and look at how multicultural society is mm-hmm. now. Why would you think that this could not be a possibility? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you think there's not black spies? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's not that far-fetched. Do you know what I mean? It's the ignorance though, isn't it? It's yeah. the ignorance of people and people not wanting to accept the reality yeah. of things. Exactly. It's like they're, they're well aware that it exists, but they just don't want it fed to them. Yeah, they don't it's want the to know. It's the visual that people yeah. can't take and that mm. is ridiculous. It's mm. ridiculous. Yeah, they don't want to see it. They didn't want to see it in the White House. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just don't want to see it on a platform. No, definitely. And I think with the little moment thing as well, I think a big part of it as well, which is kind of catching people off guard, is the fact that like she's quite darker skinned as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not men as well. She's, yeah. she's, she's, yes. she's, she's like a darker skin. And I think people just having a hard time. And I think as well, some people, even in our community as well, like have hard times as well. Mm-hmm. Like, because colorism is still a thing it's like consistently in 2019 and i kind of think like at the end of the day man like whatever shade you are i remember back in the 80s like if you look at them old school films like jungle fever and stuff and like just old school 80s films like spike lee films or whatever there were so many different shades of black yeah like i remember if even at the start of jungle fever like i think in the front cover there's like different shades of like black and Mm. I think at the start of it, from what I remember, I've seen it in a while, but there's all these different shades of black people talking. Yeah. Um, and there's so many different shades. So many different yeah, shades. Yeah. And they were all saying, we're black, we're black, we're black, we're black, we're black. Yeah. And I kind of think like, where is that? Why, how has that been lost now? The separation. Do you know mm, what I mean? Like, yeah. why is it just because you're a little bit darker than so-and-so that like, you're deemed less attractive or whatever do you know what I, I mean think, I genuinely think that comes from ignorant white people in the past though so it's almost like you've been fed these things and you start to almost believe them yeah so as soon as that happens you put that out there you put that back out yeah. there so unfortunately it's always going to be an issue I think like especially if it's bred in certain families yeah if it's fed to you from young like it, there's so many things and reasons for, for that to happen I just think it's sad it's mm. sad because we should be a community. Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's, yeah. that's what it should come down yeah. to. We should come as one. And yeah. I think it's very much separated. Defending that to yeah. people yeah. that you consider to be your own. Yeah. It's, it's just... Definitely. But I think, like, now, like, there's a, a big thing in, like, Caribbean stuff. And I think even in Africa as well, like, it's people bleaching the skin. Oh, and it's... Yo! Yeah, that's sad. sad. That brings me to... So no, sad. actually... No, so... I don't know what you're going to talk about That is a now. beautiful segue. Because I remember... I thought you did that on purpose. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Goodness me, that was brilliant. Brilliant. It was smooth. Podcast smooth. pappy. So basically, yeah. So, like, I remember seeing... Um, you posted something where some guy had literally... Um, some yardies slid in your DMs. Yeah. Slid! He did. And crashed. Sick. crashed into a wall the guy said something my face when I received that message was a picture oh you know what What? skitty uh, what do you say Uh, skin pretty like like you've been showering showering in in bleach lord have mercy you shut him down real quick yeah yeah yeah. I just said black's beautiful whatever the shade by blocked him yeah and that was it but then I just thought hang on a second so I posted it because I thought am I being am I reading this wrong am I being oversensitive 
even if I'm not, I want people to see, see this shit yeah. still happening. So I posted it and it got quite a reaction. Mm. It was, like the comments. <laughs> I think I wish I had them. But yeah, the comments were crazy. There were people saying you're being too sensitive. Really? You could never go yard if you're offended by that. And I said, but regardless. You know that is a, sad, It was a lot it? of Jamaicans that were defending it. Yes. Because they were basically, because in Jamaica, like skin bleaching is a big it's a thing. Big thing. It's, like a, just a beauty, it's like a cosmetic thing, isn't yes. it? It's yeah. So easily. As much as a girl will do her eyebrows, put on her eyelashes, it's part of the This one guy said, it's the same as you having a weave. And I said, how is it? Yeah, because I, know. I, I, saw I that don't as hate well. myself. I'm not trying to change the, the colour of Who my skin are, to yeah. appease other people. Yeah. If I want to change my hair, I'll change my hair. Yeah. That is cosmetic. If you can't see the difference, Lord he was chatting yeah, the you're not changing yourself as a person. Ridiculous. He was chatting the most crap. The most crap. <laughs> I remember like growing up, maybe not so much now, but I'm dark skinned. Mm. And I used to have men tell me I'm beautiful for a dark oh, skinned woman. Yeah. Mm. Mate, that's so. Why would I be beautiful for a dark skinned woman? I'm beautiful. Yeah. The same way yeah. my, fr- my white friend could be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. friend who is mixed race could be beautiful. Like, we're yeah. all beautiful women. Yeah. Like, why? make such a big thing that I'm beautiful because I'm dark skinned like luckily for me I love my skin colour I'm Mm. very much comfortable always Mm. have been and I think that's down to my family my parents that when you're growing up you have to they have to tell you these things you you can't be telling you no this isn't how it's supposed to be taught me how to love myself Mm. from young so it's come natural but I just think for someone who Doesn't may have not that. have yeah. that confidence or 100%. may not feel comfortable and someone's telling them they're beautiful for a dark-skinned yeah. woman. It's damaging. It, it, that sticks with you for it, the rest yeah. of your life, into mm. your adult Like, years. even now, as much as I'm comfortable, yeah. it's still something I don't want to hear. Like, yeah. I don't know, someone might have fluttered their eyelashes and flicked their hair and felt like it was a compliment. Yeah. It wasn't a compliment to me. Yeah. I just felt it was disrespectful. Of you kind of disrespected me and gave me a compliment in the same breath. But so it's more the disrespect that, that I'm though. not... Yeah. yeah, and I think it's really bad. It is. And it's very prevalent, like especially in places like the workplace. You yeah. Know, whether it's, can I touch your hair? Those sorts of comments, like I'm, you know, an animal. No, yeah, not, like luckily no, where can't. I work, mm. um, I work with children over different disabilities, physical, learning, all colours, religions, yeah. it's over the border. So luckily where I am, we don't really get that. Mm. Like we have to if we have a children if we have a child in with Afro hair, yeah. mm. like all the white carers are taught how to look after because mm. you can't yeah. assume there's gonna be a black person to look after a person's yeah. hair. Yeah. We're all taught across the border, this yeah. is how we look after the person's hair. Mm. If we're gonna wash it, this is how it is. So there's none of that oh, oh like is, you're yeah. feeling different. Yeah. Like we're all in there there's yeah. one I've got hair you've got hair yeah. wash yeah. it different might have to be done different but yeah. it's still hair coming from our head mm. and I just feel when people when someone said that to me yeah. it was just like I'm not taking that as a compliment no, no. it's not if, if you're beautiful for a beautiful. black man to say it like yeah. what yes and I think that was kind of like yeah. whoa no but this is the thing this is this is again why and it's I feel like these comments to women do tend to come more from black men yeah it's, yeah. it, is, it is an issue, to be honest. And, and um, I've seen it happen and I've seen people say certain things and I've just kind of thought, bruv, like, what kind of brain... Like, the fact is, there is beauty in every shade. Yeah. Like, I know someone, you know, who is... Um, like, I was watching a programme and it was about who were deemed... What, which race is deemed most attractive or something like that. Something about racism or, or mm. racing dating or something like that. 
and um, there was basically the, the 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 I think there was like a some sort of poll or something, and the poll the people that were, that were deemed most least attractive were um, I think it was like Chinese or Japanese women or something like that. Mm. There's some bomb Chinese women. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I know someone who is is a, um, one of my closest friends is is, is engaged to um, someone who's part Thai, part Japanese, part Japanese. And she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Where are yeah. these statistics beautiful. coming from? Exactly. This is the thing. Who but, are the, these people that they're? But this is the thing. Yeah. Like, where's the survey yeah. coming from? But, <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing, and I kind of think Family to myself. Yeah. But this is the thing, <laughs> and I kind of think that like where this perception comes from especially but i think especially growing up with um um when you look at things like magazines and stuff mm. and you look at representation on tv i think it's a lot better now that's because we're getting black people getting more of their own platforms yeah. to kind of put yeah. their own content out and stuff but growing up and stuff you know there wasn't really any um sort of um fairness in terms of like different shades and it was more so this is what's deemed beautiful and you know growing up that, that i guess that's what you adhere to do you know what i mean that's what you thought was mm. the idea of beauty do you know yeah, what i mean and yeah. i think it's it's you know you know you weren't really taught to sort of embrace your own natural self and i yeah. think and i think that's that is was a big problem i'm looking at like videos music videos and um especially uk videos music videos like channel you goodness me like <laughs> yeah like it's like like they're just like allergic to, to, to black girls I'm not saying that black girls has to be the, the love interest in every single video but flipping yeah, hell like it was kind of like one. non-existent at some point yeah. Yo, like, when that guy called Tayo Cruz yeah just like a star <laughs> just <laughs> like a star <laughs> just like a star I couldn't take Tayo Cruz man him and his pink lip man <laughs> the pink lip ba- bandit I hated him pink lip bandit I hated him I hated him his lip was overly pink like he had gloss on it or something. <laughs> but this guy, yeah, you watch every video he's done. Yeah. Every video. White woman. Was it white woman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he now. did, yeah. yeah Which is fine, now. but come on, at least shit, change it up a little bit. If you if every single video, yeah, you have is one type of that shows you what your preferences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And that's what your a music video in a sense is advertisement, You're putting isn't it? Out it? There. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Exactly. It's got better. Well, look at this thing with is it, um, Tory Lanes. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw it, that. Was it a publicity stunt? I don't know. I don't some people know. saying it was true. It's, some people saying it wasn't. It's divided opinion, isn't it? I don't. I think it was a publicity stunt. Publicity stunt. Because yeah. yeah. it's just fake bread, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just that guy. But, but yeah, it was. Yeah, the thing the video was basically, if those don't know, it was. It was sort music of like, video, wasn't it? was it? a music video, and he was like, there was, a, there was like a, a darker skinned black girl that was dancing in the video and it was singing and then like I think like the cut switched it up like and then real quick it was then director <clears throat> wanted to switch around and put like a light screen girl there and in the video it was like nah man <laughs> we can't do that to our sisters man you know what I mean <laughs> can't do it to our sisters come back mom you know what I mean I don't that's what that, I don't know that's what he said verbatim but it was more so him basically saying like it, you know what I mean like why should she be replaced for like mm. because obviously people would deem that that is the 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 idea of beauty in this day whether it was a publicity stunt or not that they feel that that needs to be that yeah but this is the thing but like i said there's there's beauty in in every different shade i could you could show me every different shade and i could tell you someone who is bum yeah 
in that shade. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's born white women, there's born Chinese women, there's born Japanese women, there's mm-hmm. born Thai women, there's born, born the race that's women. That's what you have to teach kids, isn't it? You know, women, you there's can't, yeah. every different shade there is. And it's just like, like, everyone has a preference, but it does not mean that you cannot acknowledge the beauty in every woman. Like I, Yeah, if I you've got a preference, you can't think because that's not your preference, that isn't beautiful. That just isn't your preference. There's been times yeah. when I've been at, just at work or, or whatever, just around people I know. And my office is predominantly white where mm. I work. Mm. So if somebody new has started, say a new guy has started, and I've said, oh, he's quite attractive, they'd be like, oh. And I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, that, that's surprising. He, I thought you'd go for a black guy. And it was like, how yeah. can you just say that by looking at me? Yeah. You don't know what my preference yeah. is. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. assuming that based on what, how you think. And I just think it's disgusting. It's literally in every every direction you look at it. It can be to do with a film. It can be to do with music. It can be yeah. in front of a magazine. And people or assume. Find, yeah, people will assume. Yeah. But I think people assume that the opposite way as well. Like, some people assume that, like, say... If, for example, I have a lot of progressive white friends. Mm-hmm. So this is not them. This is like um, people that I've worked with prior. Yeah. And um, just been at work, whatever. Like, and they, they have a perception of what they think black people should be and act. They think every black person should be like, yo, Animated. what is it, fam? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They think, that's, they think that's what it is, yeah. right? So I'm at work. I'm working, working banking. So 99% white people, yeah? Um, when they I think I had a picture of my wife on the phone or whatever and they're like oh I didn't expect your wife to, wife to look like that I was like what do you mean she goes oh I, I don't know I just didn't they thought your wife would be a white woman yeah and that's because they've they just they don't perceive me how to you be conduct yourself. what they stereotypically think a black person should be you know what I mean? Because it can work in both yeah. ways where people just think that because you're not a certain way yeah. that you're not... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I've like I said, I like, like I said, at the end of the day, I find some white people in the trans who but my wife is black. Yeah. yeah. But, it's like, but, you've had that, but you've had that perception, perception based on how you think I should be as a black person. Mm-hmm. If I was a bit more sort of like, yo, fam, what is it? You're, you're on this thing, yeah? Then they'd be like, oh, he's with, he's with, he's with yeah. black people. Do you know what I mean? I've it's just that, like when I go out, it's when I go out with my dad. Yeah. Um, when my dad talks on the phone he does what he does and he has to go to business meetings and he says the looks people give him because there was not expecting a black man he's mm. well spoken yeah very well spoken and there wasn't expecting a black man and he says the shock on some people's faces and I've been in London with my dad and he's bumped into someone from his workplace and he's like oh this is my daughter Adela and they're like oh hello mm. Because they're not expecting me to be... She's a Nubian. A, a dark skin <laughs> black girl. Like, yeah. And they're like, oh, so Andrew's with a black woman. Like, the, and you can see... You can sense the tone, everything. The face. Yeah. Like, they're trying to be polite, but they're trying to figure it figure out. It out like, yeah. And it's just... It all goes by how you conduct yourself. Because I know when I'm with my friends, I'm with my friends. But, you know, when I'm at work, I'm at work. Mm. And mm. you do. You can't... You adapt to your yeah, surroundings. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm very much... The same when I'm at yeah. work. Very much, I don't change my whole personality. Yeah, but it's a bit of it's sauce. It's just on knowing it. how. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's more dripping when you're with your girls. Yeah. When you're out, when you're out, there's yeah. a bit more sauce in it. Yeah, of course. And you just know how to adapt yeah. to your surroundings. It's professionalism. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's okay. what it boils down to. I mean, my my, my concern is is you but know, it doesn't mean that you don't know who you are. Does yeah. it mean you're not no. looking at yourself yeah. and misidentifying yourself? Yeah. You, it's just professionalism. Yeah. 
And no. it's the ignorance of other people yeah. that will look at it like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's how you live your life. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. I think like now, because I was worried about like, oh, if I had a daughter, like how would she grow up and just knowing that what this is what is deemed to be beautiful or whatever. But you know, now the way things are going now, I think there's a, there's a lot more people providing opportunities and, yeah. and platforms where people can be themselves and express themselves more like you've got people like um, Eva DuVernay who she directed like When This Year's and stuff and you know, you've got people like Issa Rae who's doing like, um, mm, yeah. doing shows and stuff and showing black people in completely different yeah. lights. Like she, like, the, like, if you ever, I don't know if you've ever seen Insecure, but that's a brilliant... One of my favourites. Yeah, the way that show. ended killed me. Yeah. I, Issa Rae is like, I just need to, mm-hmm. to meet her because I said she's brilliant. But um, her character in that, she's like a awkward sort of like quirky sort of like um, black woman. Mm. And it just kind of just shatters all stereotypes what people think people should be. And I yeah. think now for young girls growing up and seeing these people now providing mm. these sort of platforms and showing people in different lights. I think it's a beautiful time now. Yeah. And I think hopefully now that things will start to change and perceptions will start to change and they'll start to embrace their, you know, their, their colour more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just accept themselves a lot more. But do you, do you think um, a lot of that comes to do with in terms of like upbringing and stuff because we had a conversation recently yeah. about like growing up in um in a household yeah um for example um where you've got a, a mixture of races mm-hmm. um and do you think a lot of your upbringing influences how you know how you kind of turn out or do you think a lot of it's to do with like you having to kind of work things out yourself or I think it's both but I think it begins with that because that's your source do you mm. know what I mean so in regards to where you are your location is everything I was brought up in all white area um, like the other side of Matlock so Derbyshire oh, Dales yo. yeah wow. in, exactly village <laughs> um, so the ideals of beauty were never me at school like I didn't have a boyfriend until I was 18 years old because I was made to feel unattractive um and, you know, it took me at 21 to move to Nottingham to realise that's not the case. Do you know what mm. I mean? There was such yeah. more of a diverse range of people, whereas all I'd ever seen were just white people that were just like, you're not blonde, you're not, you know, mm. have, don't have a, a Caucasian look about you, you're not, you're not that, so you're just funny and you can be at certain mm. events or you're just funny, you can stick around. So I probably did become more animated and very insecure from very, very young. Um, so just, 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 just to backpedal, so mm. how did you end up being in that area in terms of like, were you... Because well. <laughs> your, your mum's black, right? Yeah, my mum's Jamaican and my dad's Sicilian. Yes. Um, so my mum was in Derby City, but yeah. she was adopted by an all-white family. Okay. So... Oh, so she was adopted by from what from young. Yeah, okay. from young. Um, and then her biological family took her back, and they're all Jamaican, big Jamaican family. Mm-hmm. And then she ran away at fifteen. Um, and then she met my dad. Um, and then the first thing she wanted to do, because you know, when she'd been adopted by a white family, taken back by a big black Christian Jamaican family who didn't treat her the best, mm. she just wanted to run to what she knew, which yeah. was an all white yeah. environment. Yeah. 
So that's that's how I ended up there. So and it does we start born. from home, doesn't 100%. it? Like what you're and it's passed down. This is the thing that yeah. issues are passed down because, you know, issues that my mum may or may not have had from young definitely get passed down. So then yeah. when all your sort of black history and learning how to cook and knowing certain things come from your white sister or your father, that's also very confusing. Because mm. how does he know more than what your mum who's Jamaican knows? And this who is who you're being fed this knowledge from. So, yeah, it was very, very confusing. And the thing is, those sorts of perceptions, my brother had them as well. He was at school and, you know, in the 80s, Fresh Prince sort yeah. of time. He had yeah. a flat top, little step in his hair, and they excluded him yeah. from all-white school and said, you can't have that. He would have been mm. you, wouldn't have had, you wouldn't have had that in a no, more diverse no, environment. Well, he was kicked out. You've got kids, you know, spiking their hair up, dyeing it, whatever colour yeah. in the 90s. But that was OK. But because my brother had this hairstyle that was very popular at the time on your television screens mm. but that wasn't okay because he was the only black kid in school and was in- excluded instantly it was just mad just there's so many different stories and memories but i've definitely carried them through to my, to my adult years 100 yeah. like so that's very important to me because i've got little sisters who are five and eight and when i see them with their their blonde dolls and saying why don't i look like this that's hurtful to me mm. yeah like i make a put like they don't live here they still live in that area which i hate mm. um but i make a point of never having weave or anything around them because that is important to me that they don't see that see it, yeah. i might want to change it up but yeah. also they need to realize it's not real yeah. Yeah. you're old enough they want you yeah. to know and but, obviously it's it's about just kind of explain that look this is expression this yeah. is me expressing who i am yeah. but this doesn't necessarily yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. 100%. When I was at primary school, I was the only. When I told people this story, they're like, "You I don't know, really?" I was the only white black person, sorry, in a white school from year from reception mm. up until what is it? Year seven? Year six? Year six? Yeah. And I was the only black girl, other than my girl Sarah. Mm. But Sarah's dad's mixed race and her mum's white, so mm. they wouldn't even have looked at Sarah of having any yeah, colour yeah, in her she, at she, all she can, yeah 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 at all mm. yeah, like she's quite luckily light, Sarah she? knew her dad was mixed race she knew yeah. her grandparents were black yeah so for me it was nice but as a school I was the different one yeah and I had that all through school so mm. and I used to have the jerry curl and yeah. everything else <laughs> and I used to have people like oh your hair's all green so you're like mm. hey, hey. you're yeah. on the coach going yeah. on a school trip and you mm. lean against the window and it's all yeah. like because everyone just had that straight hair yeah. and I got to that point where I was just trying to put my hair back and you know when you're walking down the playground and yeah. I'm trying to swing my head yeah. trying to make a ponytail out yeah. of jerry curl yeah. it's not <laughs> happening because you're trying to fit in you're trying to get and what they've got basically. I used to go home and my mum used to get now I understand the frustration of my mum yeah. now I'm older but luckily um, I come from a big family with mm. a lot of strong black women, mm. strong black men. Mm. So it kind of balanced that out. Yeah. But I felt that if I didn't have it mm. at the time of that primary age as well, going Confusing. into secondary, yeah. it could have been really different. Yeah. yeah. Because during primary, I was different. Yeah. Mm. Like weekends, I was like everybody else around me. But yeah. you know, Monday to Friday. Yeah. nine till three yeah. I was that very different person yeah. mm. so trying mm. to do that I and mean, then once it came to the school holidays I felt very much myself in my own surroundings yeah. and going back to school knowing that you was that different person yeah mm. so it, I feel it does have to be from the home yeah definitely 100%. yeah I think like with with your family um knowing this first time because I'm proud to your cousin but like there's a lot of it's a really big family and stuff mm. so I guess like when you've left school, you've got that sort of 
security at home where it's yeah. kind of like, where yeah. you've got, look, this is the real world yeah. kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's really, really important. It was important. a security in that. Yeah. And I feel, it's at the time you don't understand yeah. it. But you know, now it's like, it's a kind of a good job. I had that security yeah. in that. Because you quite easily lose yourself. Yeah. And it, looking back, little things I used to do, I did. Mm. But as a child, you don't know. No, it's a tension that you yeah. don't really understand until you're free of it. Yeah. And then when you look back, you're just like, I'm, you know, yeah. that's crazy that I was even in that or felt yeah. sort of caged in that sort of environment. It's just mad. How mad. did you, what age were you when you really kind of worked it out then? Because coming from, okay. like, I can't imagine growing up, like, in the area you've grown up and especially in the surroundings and stuff, like, and... Because I, I, I've always been... I mean, I, I was born in the Meadows, then we moved to Carlton. But I did spend a lot of my years in Arnold. I spent most of my school years mm. in Arnold, where it was at the time. There weren't any black people in Arnold, to be honest. It was mm. me and my boy, Scotty, and that's literally it. I'm my cousin. But it was... It wasn't the fact that... Like, I mean, I still had, like... Even in school, I had, like black friends have Linda Aaron we all kind of rolled together mm. and stuff so I had like a wide range of friends like white black whatever but it was sort of like I've never sort of in Arnold I felt a lot of the racism yeah. but I've never sort of like felt that I was the only mm. only person there mm. only of colour there do you know what I mean so for you like when did you when you left there how did you sort of transition into moving to Nottingham and just kind of like gathering yourself and yeah. kind of like finding your identity well the the main reason that I left was because I got attacked a couple of times so really? yeah because where my family live it's next to a place called Codner well it's near Codner so okay. oh, yeah. there's a BMP oh. head office there basically wow. where there's a lot of rallies all sorts and I got to about I'm gonna say about 16 years old and was just like, I'm, you know, because my friend was going to I think it was just a party in that area yeah. and I was like Do you know what I'm not letting these people tell me where I can and can't go yeah um, so because of that, my dad was like, don't go to those areas. Yeah. And I was like, but then they're winning. Like, yeah. that was my mentality. Then they're winning. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just enjoying myself. So going there and being attacked, like I got chased with a machete once by a 50 year old wow. man at 15 years old. Really? Yeah, yeah. In a village. You, wow. In a village getting chased by someone. And people move there for the better life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a better life. It's not a better life. No, but villages are serious, you know. Yeah. Like, it's not all. so enclosed. Yeah. They don't the like rest. change. They Nobody don't. leaves. That's Nobody their world. Leaves. And they're yeah. yeah, that's it. And um, I think that was probably my first taste. Because I always knew I was, you know, different. Obviously, it was evident I've got eyes. But yeah. for me, that was very much like, right, you, this is definitely not where you need to be. This is not the life that you want or deserve to be made to feel that way. Mm. Especially if you fear for your own life. Yeah. And that's when I think I really realised the depth of it. Um, as well, being in that area, and again, my first relationship being around 18, there's only white guys around. So like, mm. no one could relate to me and I mm. couldn't relate to anybody else. So as soon as that first relationship ended, I was like, I need to leave. So as soon as I um, turned about 20 years old, I just packed up and left and just came here. Um, and literally got my first job in, in management on Clumper Street and never looked back like such a diverse range of people that didn't look at me yeah. funny or make me feel like I'm just mixed race mm. and that's all I am mm. I'm, do you know what I mean they, people actually wanted to listen to what I wanted to say and mm. wasn't looking for an animated character or someone to make them laugh or you could be to yourself. fit that mould yeah so I think from that moment that was definitely the turning point for me mm. um, and I've never looked back it's probably just 
felt more like myself than ever. So Nottingham's probably felt more like home than anywhere else, mm. to be honest. So a bad situation has turned out good. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's sad in a sad, sad way, but Madness. you've basically grown a lot from it as well. 100%. And found it so feel... much out about yourself that you would never literally, have found out. Literally, definitely an inner strength because I just couldn't even wrap my head around the fact, why does someone want to hurt me? Because... I have different skin, skin to them colour, and my yeah. family from a different place. I don't understand. Mm. It was a very strange time. I, th- I think, like, just from my interaction with you, you you've got, like, a quite good balance in mm. terms of, like, a good cultural balance. Like, mm. you know who you are um, and you appreciate both sides. I've... There's always been, like, um, this sort of kind of backhand d- debate about, of like... Sometimes when people grow up in a mixed um, race household, mm. that the, the struggle with cultural balance mm. um, and they're either 100% one side or 100% the other side. Yeah. Um, I remember, um, and I, I think some of the times it's dependent on who is the main person who raises raises them the as alpha. well. Yeah. Who <laughs> ra- like, for example, I remember being um, in school, um, sick form, and there was a mixed-race girl that was in my form, and we were sort of um, filling out um, UCAS forms, mm. good university, and got to ethnic, minority ethnic background. Mm-hmm. And she says, I don't know what I need to put. I don't know whether I'm um, to put black Caribbean or black African. So she's mixed-race, mm. being raised by a mum that's white, and her mum hasn't taught her anything okay. about... Yeah. Roots, yeah. So if you don't, if you don't know whether you're black African or black Caribbean, that's mm, a problem. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's his hard because that is a problem. Yeah. My mum's raising my brother. My brother's mixed race. Mm. My mum is a single black woman is raising mm. her son who's black and his dad's white. Yeah. So it's kind of flips as well because my mum has. He still. No, he knows he's mixed race. Mm. Growing up as a kid, he was like, I'm a black boy, I'm a black boy. And my mum was like, well, your dad's white yeah. and your mum is black. You still, he still has to know mm. and learn about both sides. Mm. Mm. As much as maybe my mum was like, wanting to like, this is the black guy, but she knew she's had to. Yeah. And I think it was hard for my mum to do that because it's kind of like, how does she do that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. hard for her to... I think she's done it well. Mm. I don't know, because I see my brother different maybe than how you might see him. Yeah. Um, I think he's very much influenced by his cousins yeah. and stuff, but he is very... I feel my brother's quite balanced. Yeah, he is. But, but I think it's a lot easier to... Well, I guess it depends That's on... It might be easier to do it on, each, ha- on how side. Yeah. Because, for example, if both parents are involved in their life, mm. I think it's easier to find balance mm. um whether together or not um i think um in your situation because um it's just is, my mom yeah just mom, he's automatically going to although he is balanced he's going to relate a lot to like if he's got male counterparts in his family like cousins and stuff yeah he's going to look up to them and mm. that's that's and him and you're, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're black so Influence. he is gonna be heavily influenced by that but i think like it, there's 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 a conversation to be had about how you find, a, if you've got two parents in there that are black or white, mm. how you manage to find that sort of balance. Like I, I've got like, 
I've seen some people, some um, white people on my Facebook who's got mixed race daughters. Daughters about like five. And they're on Facebook saying, can anyone recommend any hair products? I'm just like... Why are you doing that now? I was like, why, yeah. you, I was like, why, yeah. why are you doing this now? Yeah. I said, if you know, you, you know, if your daughter's mixed race, you should know that your daughter's hair is not going to be the same as yeah. yours. Mm. It's just, if you... The daughter is half black. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know this like, from the get-go. You know for a fact the hair is I not going to... you know. Yeah. It's not going <laughs> to be the same. I, I will give my cousin's um, ex-wife... Um, when she was pregnant, she did used to say, right, Adela, we need to go hair shop. Yeah. yeah. Like, she knew from the start. Yeah. She didn't wait for that hair to grow and no. not know what to do. Yeah. And she still looks after that hair mm. up until this day. Yeah. To the point where the girls know how to look after their hair. Because yeah. she's taught now the girls, this is what you do mm-hmm. to look after your hair. And I think it has to be, it is scary that it's still not as common. It's about being culturally aware. Yeah. And with her in particular, which we're talking about, she's yeah. culturally aware. Yes, very. Yeah. And it's, a, it's about being culturally aware. Look, mm. if you're going to be, if you're like, if I'm, if I'm a black guy who um, has a child with an Indian mm-hmm. um, um, woman, like I need to make sure that they know about their Indian culture as well. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm relying on her to kind of like, yo, you know what I mean? But at the time I should know uh, enough Education. as well because yeah. if I'm going to be holding down this yeah because within woman, that time of the dating the talking you would have learned a lot yeah do you know if, what I mean if yeah. you're not ignorant to it you yeah, would have learned exactly. a lot <laughs> exactly and, and it's about just kind of like just finding that and, and even if I was like raising him by myself mm. raising my child by myself and she wasn't around you would educate yourself I would still yeah. educate myself and like have some sort of contact with the family to understand that like look you know He's half Indian. He's going to need to know about his side as well. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's really... It's knowing it's who really you are, isn't it? Yeah. And where if, you come from. If you are raising um, a child who is um, who is half yourself and half uh, another culture, and you're not, um, you know, you, you, you're, not, you, you're not teaching them about it. And I find that a lot more... Um, and maybe stereotyping here, but I find a lot more with when it's um, um, a white um, mother raising um, a mixed race child. It's ignorance. Yeah, more than a yeah. black yeah. woman. Yeah. If, the, if the dad is not around, yeah. kind of thing. Like, you know, you could be around, be around for, for a, a lot of different reasons, mm-hmm. but I find it a lot more where it's like there's maybe some sort of resentment there or something. Yeah. I mean, like I'm, I could just make an assumptions, but there could be some uh, resentment there. And for that reason, they don't want them to, you know, be educated. About. In that and that's yeah. the only way I can understand as to how a girl could be overlooked. Yeah. Could be six, six, 16, 17 years old mm-hmm. and not know whether she's black Caribbean or black. Yeah. Black, black Caribbean. I think for me personally, at the time I, I didn't really deep it, but as I got older, it really bothered me. And it's yeah. sad that it's 16 that you're finding that thing out about yourself. Your identity. Yeah. yeah. That it's a big chunk. Going through everything else that you're learning about mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. You're finding that main thing about yourself at that age. It's it's quite sad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous though, because like I said, she's growing up and doesn't I'm not like her mum has raised her in a way where she's not wanted her, regardless of what the relationship, I don't know what the relationship with the dad was, but you've raised her without, and, and maybe you, you, you've you not taught her about any, any of her black side. Yeah. So she doesn't know anything about her black side. 
And I've seen her, like, you know, we're still friends on Facebook, and I see her, and I know she hasn't got any... I think she had like, one black friend who's one that I know, but I don't know. You know, she's not really been... Hopefully now she's a bit more glued up, but I don't know if she is or not. But I kind of think that when you get to that certain age, you kind of think you should know yeah. even the bare minimum... Like, if you don't know you're African or you're Caribbean, that is a, mm. that is a big thing. The thing is, one of her I friends... I keep going back to this point. Like, yeah. where you're from. That is like, a big huge. thing. These are two completely different... Yeah. Con- like, come on. Africa is a continent. There's, there's people yeah. in this world that know whether they're Irish or Scottish or... Yeah. Then people know where their family mm. are from. Just everybody usually knows where yeah. their parents are from or, you know... Was she adopted or anything like that? That's what I'm thinking. Because sometimes you wouldn't know your history for that reason. Mm. But aside from that, unless you had that sort of reason, there's, there's mm. no you know reason what? as yeah. to why. That's a point. That's the truth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I understand fair, that. To be, fair, yeah. means. to be fair, I've just made an assumption, actually. I could be completely wrong. That's the only... Yeah. I could be completely... It can I, happen. What I you're could saying be, is real. It does yeah, yeah, happen. You know what? Yeah. Be, I could be completely wrong. She could have been adopted. I never really deeped to that that much. Mm. At the time, it's just that like when I got older, I kind of thought, what the hell do you not know? But yeah. mm. to be, to your point, yeah. she could have been adopted. Possibly. I may Possibly. Have not known. And she may not, you know, it, it's one of the things where it's like, look, you know, I think, but Some even, but even, but even if she is adopted though, I still think that if you're going to raise a child, like if I'm going to raise an Indian child, yeah. um, I feel, feel that I should need to kind of teach them about their culture. You just want to give your child Definitely, the best yeah. start. Yeah. Like. Because that child is going to grow up being Indian or half Indian yeah. mm. and he's going to come across people who are Indian and And it's educating Indian. yourself of who you're raising. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of raising that person yeah. correctly yeah. might not be the right... Yeah. Raise yeah. that person... Yeah, you need to educate yourself yeah. to know how to raise that person yeah. in the best interest of yeah. that person. Yeah. yeah. Because the child will, t- will grow up confused. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It will grow up confused. And, and I think with you, you, you've had to work out a lot of the stuff yourself. Yeah. Which... Too late as well, I feel. 100% too late. Because, again, my mum, my like I said, because she was adopted by an all-white family, she didn't really have that knowledge. Mm. So for her, I almost... Me and my brother differ on this opinion, but I almost give her a break on that sense because she didn't have the best mm. start and didn't have that information. Mm. So how can I expect her to then yeah. teach you that? Yeah. yeah, and that's why I have to give props to my dad. He's my best friend, but he educated himself. So he made a point of reaching out to my mum's biological family and finding out all of these things in so order to educate big. us. That's big. So I like, that. I like that a lot. He's the guy. But even though you <laughs> say when you came to Nottingham, you found the strength in Nottingham when you moved. Yeah, it was you, just being you, around. You wouldn't have. You would have no. found it then. Yeah. Because a lot of people, yeah. and it's so common that they would have stayed where they were yeah. and just thought, okay, no. I'm not going to find myself. This is who I am. No. I'll just accept what it That's is. That's what my brother's like. Yeah. So he's but still there. had that strength back then yeah. to come here to become yeah. stronger I didn't feel like I at that point I didn't feel like I had an option but my brother and this is not in a negative way but sometimes mm. it was more like a big fish in a little pond sort yeah. of way yeah. Cause, because people had that perception of him in that area that almost gave him an ego whereas for me I found that suffocating oh, yes. right. okay. so I just left okay. yeah. so we're like yin and yang chalk and cheese But so I had to leave whereas he is he's flourishing so, did, there so did he sort of like being the only black guy there then? yeah Right, 100%. Okay. Still does to this day. He's older than me. But um, I think is it different for him now than what it was when you was growing up? Or do you feel this ignorance? ignorance? It's more diverse now, yeah. if you can say that, 
like barely any increase of there's probably more a few more Indian kids in the area yeah. a couple of Chinese families mm. a couple more black people families people visit the peak don't they yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly but um, nothing I wouldn't say it's a dramatic increase I wouldn't say much has really changed mm. probably get away with less in regards to BMP chasing you with a machete in broad yeah. daylight but um, yeah he, he's he's happy there so but I think mm. you know when you're the only person there there is the danger mm. sometimes of certain things that are said and you let it slide mm. and then you let something else slide and then before you're realising it they're calling you some next things and it's like you're a clown you're more an entertainer yeah. and it's like dance for me yeah. you know what I mean yeah. you know literally, what I mean and, and it, it, it can get quite because there's a guy who sometimes like I've got we've got mutual friends on Facebook but I think it's an absolute buffoon and um and he literally like sometimes I see him comment on certain statuses and stuff and he's he's a person who I can clearly it's like he doesn't like to acknowledge the fact that he's mixed race Mm. and he literally like he said something along the lines of you know yeah some guy was in the car and you know my friend he he, he called someone a, a a black bastard but he didn't mean it like that do you know what I mean it was just kind of like it was just saying to another driver and I was like, see, th- th- this this is the danger. Oh, yes. Highlighting the fact that he's but, black in an insult. But, but that's the danger <laughs> yeah. of being in a sense. It's all right, bro. It's all right if you also have friends and family who can keep you grounded. But if you don't have that, it's very dangerous yeah. because you end up losing yourself and you end up letting a lot of things slide. And before I realise it, you end up But it just shows the relationship he has with that person. For that person, I felt they can say that in front of him. Yeah, but it's it can, enabling. But it can, and for him yeah. too. But it can very easily happen, though. When you're in a position when you're the only um, black person, if you don't really um, have a strong grounding mm. on your ethnicity, ethnicity and know you who you are as a whole, you can, a lot of things can let slide. And as much as, like, I think, gosh, you're moving away doing that, I kind of have to deep it a little bit and think, you know what? I'm quite lucky in my upbringing mm. and who I've been around. Yeah, it's different, and I kind of yeah. think that if I was in that position and certain things, like for example, there was a guy, but um, it's funny because like um, when um, Love Island started, there was a, a black girl from um, Yawande from Ireland. Yeah. And I was like, I've never known any more of the black people in Ireland other than Smile for Mamba. And the thing, the funny thing was the only other black person I met was on my brother's dad the other year, about two years ago. And he was basically from Ireland and he was literally with, 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 um, a load of white people, um, which is fine, those Belgians. But with our crowd, there was like majority of black people, there was a, but there's, there's a few white people mm. there as well. And I remember like him talking to us and he was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not black like you guys. And he didn't... And Think, I said... We said, yeah. bro, you're black. What <laughs> do you mean? Like, he was like, ah, I don't know, man. But that was very much <laughs> like, like you one day, though, on Love Island, wasn't but, it? But, uh, that was very much like you one day, though. Yeah, but I think she had maybe a bit more of a stronger ground than him. He really? didn't yeah. even... He literally, he was like, I don't... He basically says, I'm not black and I'm like, like you. you. And that's because he hasn't got any black friends. So he has a perception of what he thinks black people are. Mm. That's because he doesn't have it himself. Where well, Because where, he has a lot of white friends in his Yeah. Especially his but, family, no black influence. And but, if you, but if you're around with a lot Culture. of white people, if you're around with a lot of white people that aren't progressive, yeah. like I said, I've got a lot of white friends that are very progressive 
um, internal and very culturally aware. Mm. Yeah. Um, so if they hear me say something like that, they'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, yeah that would be what my friends would yeah. be looking yeah. at me like. But with him, <laughs> yeah. he hasn't got that. Yeah. And he's telling me, I don't think I'm not black. We're not, I'm not black like you guys. And that, and that, for me, it was really sad because I know for a fact, when he's back in Ireland, he probably gets a lot of things said where it may not be like, like it, people saying it like in pure malice. Just the fact that people are probably saying certain things to him in ignorance. pure ignorance yeah. and not yeah. knowing and, and sometimes you have to be the person slide. Yeah. Yeah. sometimes you have to be the person that says fam that ain't gonna slide yeah. don't do that again but if he doesn't know if he doesn't know that any any better in a yeah. sense yeah. he's not gonna pull these things no. up he's gonna yeah. let them slide to him that's normal yeah well, yeah my brother used to do the same at school like he to the point where his, at one point I think his friend spat in his hair and he came home and told my dad about this and he was just you need to defend yourself yeah and at that point, he was like, well, they're my friends. Yeah. That was his response. They're yeah. my friends. Yeah. So they can get away with doing that to me. Yeah. And it's because he probably feels that without them, he's completely excluded. Isolated. From, isolated exactly. yeah. from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the danger of being... They were his safety net, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Which is sad. Really sad. And it can relate to other people as well. Like, you know, if you're like, I don't know, if you're um, maybe with a reach, but if you're like, I don't know, a gay person in... I'm the only gay person mm. around a lot of people who aren't very um, clued up mm. about um, sexuality mm. and stuff. There's going to be stuff that's said to this guy that you probably would, he's probably going to let slide mm. if he's not fully in touch and unaware of where he is in his yeah. life and who he is. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's about just being in a position where it's like, you know, you need to be around progressive people. Yeah. Because if without that, then you're going to end up being in a position where yeah. so much And some of it can yeah. be fear as well, isn't yeah. it? If they yeah. know, if they speak up, then they're standing yeah. alone. Yeah. And if they haven't got that confidence to stand alone, yeah. they'd rather just let it happen. Yeah. Mm. It's fear of the unknown as well. Like the outcome, yeah. you don't know how it's going to go down, what you say. So it's like, right, well, I'll just let stay it happen. quiet for an mm. easy life, which isn't really an easy no. life, it's just what you're used to. Yeah, because mm. it's affecting that person in the long run, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, like, if... If, like, looking back now, mm-hmm. what do you think would have helped you um, kind of um, progress or understand things more or helped you on your journey a lot more? S- seeing more of what I was, probably. Like, just because everything around me was just whitewashed. So mm. the things I saw on television, the things we were talking about in school, like, I did no black history in school. Yeah. It just wasn't a thing. Mm. I think, in fact, I think I've, we did one day, something like that. And the whole time, people looked at me to look at my reaction yeah, to the yeah, things that yeah, were being yeah. said. Yeah. And I was like, this is not a tutorial about me. Like, yeah. Listen to what's being said. And it just felt very unimportant. I think what I was at that point felt very, was, am, mm. um, at that point felt very unimportant. Mm. Um, and I think as well, because, again, my mum's history, that was definitely a big influence because yeah. she was obviously... An, for me, I put her up on a platform yeah. and for her to, that be her comfort zone yeah. and those to be the people she almost wanted to impress yeah. and she wanted to constantly change her hair and mm. she wanted to do all yeah. this to fit in. I was like, well, this is normal then. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think without that, me and her have spoke about this since and yeah. I think she feels a sense of guilt. Yeah. Which is, again, like mm. I have said, you don't need to feel that way because that's your experience. Yeah, and that would have been your yeah. mum's norm exactly. in a yeah. sense, wouldn't it? So I'm so just, she knows. Exactly. Yeah. So I am lucky now to have sort of brought myself out of it and it took those bad things for that to happen. Yeah. So I can only be thankful long term, really, for, for my own eyes being opened. So 
to be honest, I don't, you know, I don't wish for any anything else for myself. I feel like it definitely had to happen in order for me to find my own education and mm. pull that strength out of myself mm. because I feel like if I didn't, then it could probably be a very different story. Mm. So, yeah. But you come across like very confident now. And, and now. I think, and, and, <laughs> but I think, no, I think it's good though yeah. because, you know. Yeah, to, definitely. Especially moving at kind of such a late stage in I didn't your know life. anybody either. I didn't know what it's, Yeah. <laughs> and I've got no family here. So it was quite mad, but... You'll I, be an inspiration to a lot of people, though. Mm, definitely. I hope so, to my sisters, especially. Yeah, that's, them that's growing my, up. Yeah, definitely. For me, that, I think when my dad got remarried and had my sisters, that was very much like, right, this is this is my motivation now. This is yeah my sort of life force. So mm. I think from that moment, that's definitely empowered me a lot more, um, just because I know that I don't want them to have that same yeah. sort of story. Do you find changes in them? Like, they bit open or find they're still a bit young of that change um i don't i think they're such happy sort of i think they're just happy to be learning they're just so bright they don't really understand and they're um they're being raised christian me and my brother aren't yeah so they're in a church that's very diverse so even mm. though they don't get that at school as yeah much, get, which is they're still getting that yeah. externally so yeah. they're getting something different me and my brother yeah. didn't have that which is good. Yeah, so they've sort of got that. And I think that's definitely made a massive change to them. They take, they go to Africa every year to see their family because they're Kenyan. Oh, so that's so, good. Yeah, so they, they had it they different than what you did. 100%. They've got, they know where they're from. They know their roots. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. But for me, I think I can be most helpful whilst they're here. Yeah. And yeah. the things that they're experiencing because yeah. I've been through it. So I think that's something that my dad and their mum possibly can't give them, which me yeah. and my brother definitely can. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's definitely my motivation now. And that's the thing, we have to educate ourselves to educate the next generation for 100%. them. So it's, it's a domino yeah. effect, yeah. isn't it? It is. Like what maybe say something we wasn't in, educated in, mm. we need to find that ourselves yeah. to yeah. be able to give it. Yeah. And I think that's what you have to do. I think now as well, things aren't overlooked as much as they were. So mm. because of that, I think the the dialogue between people is a lot more open. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a good thing, especially when it comes to social media or a yeah. bad thing, but it's definitely got more of a presence. Mm. So yeah. I think that's definitely more, that's very important. I think now with like mental health being such a big thing at the moment, um, mm. and it's very important, I, I think, you know, with, with children now, you know, commit suicide and stuff like that, from feeling bullied and stuff, it's really, really important um, that especially with, with, with young children that we kind of, allow them to embrace themselves and, and, and teach self-love and just kind of like, you know, you know, being a young child and kind of like being of a uh, certain complexion and just kind of like looking around and nobody looking at mm. you and thinking, well, actually, I must feel like I'm ugly then and this yeah. and that, you know, I'm not really understanding that there's beauty in everybody. Mm. And I think it's really important that we kind of like instill that into children at such a young age to yeah. make sure that they can grow up and yeah and be fine. I think you're a really be a good inspiration and stuff like that because yeah I definitely think, like, you have to be very open-minded I think we can't you cannot be tunnel vision in this yeah. world mm-hmm. you have to be very diverse we have to be diverse yeah to be able to get through yeah yeah you have to I remember once I went I think I just went on my tart for a drink and this old white man said <laughs> <laughs> so what music you into then love <coughs> reggae bit of Bob Marley I went, no, I've just been to see Madame Butterfly at the Royal Opera House. <laughs> and bearing in mind, it wasn't a lie, because I did, yeah. I went with my dad like yeah. a month before. Yeah. And the way his face was just dropped. Yeah. Didn't know what to say. Yeah. 
And I just thought, you've just really just put me in this yeah. box. Yeah. I bet as well he didn't know if you were joking or not. Yeah. This is the thing, he would have second guessed what you said. And I just literally took myself out and you don't even know what to say. And it's just so sad yeah. that people do do this. Yeah. 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 It's like you couldn't be cultured on a broader spectrum. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't fathom that. No. And that's... Yeah. And you know, you just have to... La- you know, you want to kind of give a reaction. But it's, you have to just be like... <laughs> You have to kind of laugh these things up. But because people, people are multifaceted now. People have different yeah, um, interests. Like, I could listen, you know, I listen to different musics. Like, like I said, I've got, like, I've, I've got white friends who are 100% white in the whiteness, but yet they love hip-hop, can dance, yeah. the hell, can yeah, dance yeah. to reggae, can dance to hip-hop. Yeah. Like, it's like, they used to enjoy it. Yeah. And they enjoy that. what you can and can't enjoy. Thing. It's about enjoying different yeah. things yeah. Yeah. just because you cultures. are a, from a culture or you're a certain colour doesn't mean you can't embrace different things yeah it's like somebody telling you you can only have a certain brain capacity yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and that's where ignorance just lies isn't yeah. it ignorance is such a damaging it onto thing you, this is the thing yeah such yeah. a damaging thing. Exactly. From, from, uh, yeah, especially with you as well, like how people could put you, like you love your roast. You yeah. Love, you love <laughs> a Sunday roast. I do. The you love a Sunday people roast. People look at me and I say, let's go for a coffee. I love a Sunday roast. Oh, I'm going to see my dog going to the world up house. I'm going to the jack. And people look at me like, as if to say, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It's silly, isn't it? And it, it does make me laugh. It, to the point I think I've got to so comfortable in myself now, mm. for, you know, I'm not even going to entertain yeah. the BS. Yeah. Because I just think I'm going to laugh at your ignorance now. Because yeah. yeah. you're trying to look at me like I'm stupid, but really you're stupid yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, you know me, I love a roast. Like. Yeah, you love a roast. <laughs> I love a roast. I? You love a roast. <laughs> and that's the thing, it's kind of like, you know, it's, we're in Britain, man. And, and, and this exactly. is like, it's, it's a very, very multicultural um, uh, you do have country. to embrace, don't you? you have and to. you need to. And I think if you're looking at other cultures and just being like, oh, this is just, um, you know, this is all just me. And it's all, you know, it, there's a lot of things and people, like I said, people are multifaceted now. So people are into a lot more things. And I think perceptions need to change. And I think when people just assume that everybody's one thing, mm. that's where that's more of a divide mm, than anything yeah. else. To be honest, do yeah. you know what I mean? I went to Bristol Carnival. Um, and literally, it was like, there were loads and loads of white people there. And yeah. they were enjoying the music. And why shouldn't they? Yeah. The yeah. They were enjoying it just as much as you. Yeah. Yes. And it was a vibe. Yeah. And there for the culture just as much yeah, as you. Exactly. It was a vibe. And people do like the culture. Like I went they to the Rug- Roma Reggae Festival on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it was very gentrified. But the point is, is that it was, it was very, very more to cultural yeah. in a sense of the fact that there was um, I think the people there were actually white actually but you showed it they, they wanted to know about the culture yeah. they wanted to drink the rum have they wanted to eat time. the food yeah, and have, have a good, good time, time. Yeah. do you know what I mean so at the end of the day this is this is Britain and I think now if we're now knowing this is the country we are and this is the world that we're living in we're still screwing about I don't know a black girl playing a fictional character mm. then that just shows you that we probably have a long way to, to go, go. Yeah. definitely in terms of you know when you when you see how things like um the kind of abuse that Megan gets um yeah. Meghan Markle Ma- Meghan Markle get that she there's a stereotypical that she's some angry black woman and controlling it's like well let's not make out like like um, Harry's not been on this thing breaking rules from day. Mm. From de- yeah, Do you know what, what I mean? Won't, what they won't see that now. Exactly. You see her as the black woman that had mm. the stereotypical angry, 
And um, if he did something now, it'd be because of her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be, oh, since he's been with me, even though he was doing it before. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't and he, that's why we have a Didn't he put like a go. Nazi uniform yeah. on at one point? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's been breaking rules from day. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, he put Nazi in and this is marrying a black woman. So it's kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like people can be, two two things could be true. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, this is this is where we are at the moment. And I kind of think that we need to kind of just wake up a little bit and just silly things like fictional characters and, and, and people being up raw about Black 007 or even the fact that Idris Elba could, mm. could be James Bond. It's literally a thing of so what? Yeah. It's menial. Yeah. Why, it's, why do people thing of, care so, so much? What? Yeah. Why? And if that bothers yeah. you much, then you need to be asking questions to yourself. Like, yeah. why is it bothering me so much? Yeah. And then you need to look at your circle of yeah. friends. And because think, then you're the problem, not yeah. the fact that Ariel's going to be black. That's not the problem. The problem life. is you yeah. thinking yeah. it's a problem. Yeah. And I reckon if you have a problem with these things, then you haven't got a very diverse friendship group. No. Because if, you, if you're sitting there, as a white person saying to me, I have a problem with Ariel being black. I say, well, then you have no black friends then. But no one would openly ever say that. They would come up with a bunch of other excuses to mask yeah. the reason that that's, that's why. That's yeah. How they, yeah. they would I, never say that. Cause I, yeah. Because I've got no, no white person I know or my friends yeah. have said to me that this is a problem. Yeah, yeah. I brought it up at work the other day and um, I was having a coffee at work and I brought it up and everyone was like, so? Yeah. Yeah. But that's because... <laughs> we choose yeah. to be around people that are culturally aware and yeah. that's why it's yeah. important I think everyone should be culturally aware you know and I mean? these are people one woman works she's from Norfolk this other girl lives in Newark mm. so so many people from different backgrounds people that come to where I work will only see other cultures and yeah. races at work when they go home they won't and yeah. even they were just like so mm-hmm. it just shows that where they live is where they live but they're not ignorant to what is actually going on in the world yeah. and what is actually happening yeah and I think that's where it comes from like just ignorance yeah. it literally yeah. boils down to ignorance yeah. no 100% guys it's been beautiful <laughs> it's been real it's been Always real it's, it's been, been real. nice Mate, it's been nice it's been nice I feel look forward to coming to another one <laughs> listen you guys are welcome anytime no it's good because I've been here for ages it's the no, first yeah. one no it's good because the thing is about this, this um, podcast it's just as a platform to have conversation and mm-hmm. I'm very very sort of like picky with who I invite to come on and who will gel with and will bring out a good conversation and this is a, this is a perfect example of you know you've got two people um, who are very bright and and have good perspectives and it brings out a great conversation and I think that's that's the beauty of talking and having conversations yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. So thank you both for coming on. And thank I you definitely for having me. would love to have you on again at some point. Thank you. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, any other business? Anything to say? Any last, you keep looking thing? at me like... No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But no, again, thanks thanks for uh, for coming through. Um, but yeah, again, we're, we're back now. Like Again, we had some um, technical difficulties before, but you're going to see a lot more of us moving forward. So check out... Um, facebook page look out for the um insta page as well um i would say twitter but uh, i don't tweet man i ain't gonna lie to you man. Like, anyway like, it's part laughing you lose your bag yeah i guarantee if you go on my if you go on my twitter you will literally see the last tweet probably to like part life complaining about what happens to my bag um 
But you know, I appreciate it, guys. So everybody that checks in so far, again, I really, really do appreciate it. Everyone that actually listens and shares it and stuff, I really, really, really do appreciate it because you don't really have to listen if you don't want to. So really do appreciate the support. So I will see you next time. Peace. Thank you. Woo-hoo.